Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When is the last time you wept? When is the last time you felt the heat of tears and the sighing, the groaning, a heaving sob radiating through your body? Today we commemorate the expulsion of Adam and Eve from paradise. We remember Adam sitting outside of paradise. Last evening, the hymnody, we heard this sung for us. Adam sat before the gates of Eden, bewailing his nakedness and crying out, Woe to me! I have listened to wicked deceit. I have lost my glory, and now am driven away. Woe to me, my open-mindedness hath left me naked and confused. No longer will I enjoy your delights, O paradise. No longer can I see my Lord, my God and Creator. He formed me from dust, and now to the dust I return. I beg you, O compassionate Lord, have mercy on me, who have fallen. We can see Adam sitting just right outside the gates, still kind of spinning from what has happened. In his nakedness, even though he has been clothed by our Lord, he still sits naked without our Lord. His open-mindedness left him confused and his whole body for the first time experiences sorrow. Tears would be new to him. But for all of the delights of paradise, the animals that he's named, the plants that he's tended, the woman that he came to know and love, most importantly, he'd lost God. St. Sophroni challenges us by making it very clear to us, if you read his writings, especially as he knew our Lord through St. Siloan, that one cannot be saved unless we have wept. Now, there's different kinds of tears and different kinds of weeping. There's tears of exhaustion. There's tears of being overwhelmed. There's tears that come because of heartache. Tears of the things that oppress us of this world. 
The gospel this morning tells us, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Most of the time, when tears have come to my eyes, they have come because of all of the treasures I've laid up on earth, all the things that I care about, or the things that seem to be overwhelming me, stress or anxiety, or probably more tears were wept when I was a teenager listening to sappy music, (laughs) feeding the tears, right? (laughs) I have to feel really bad now because some girl doesn't like me. (laughs) Those are one kind of tears. Tears of things not going my way, or tears possibly of great suffering, tears of things ending, jobs, careers, goals, marriages, friendships. Our heart is so carnal, it's so tied to this world, and it's so worried about all the things of this world. And our Lord says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And there's nothing wrong with the tears that we weep because of our exhaustion. There's nothing wrong with the tears that we weep because of the oppression, because of things falling apart, because of all of the natural things. But those are the tears that we're usually familiar with. That's the kind of weeping that we're familiar with. And St. Sophroni, drawing upon St. Paul, will call this a kind of weeping that leads you to just exhaustion. And when you're just completely pouring yourself out, and then you just, maybe, I don't know if this has happened to you, you just kind of fall asleep because you're just exhausted. What St. Sophroni and the fathers of the church teach us And what Adam, when he was weeping outside the doors of paradise, was not these kind of tears. Tears should flow naturally for a Christian, but they should be tears that come directly from our heart, given by the grace of God, because we, like Adam, are lamenting the loss not of the possible girlfriend, not of the possible job, not of the loss of a friendship. Those are all important things. Maybe the girlfriend less. <laughs> but we need to learn, need to put our hearts, need to put our treasures in a place where God can touch us with the grace of the Holy Spirit. And those tears are joyful and yet sorrowful. They're sorrowful because the tears that flow from our experience of God is from the depth of our alienation. Just knowing how far God is from us, or rather how far we have gone from God. Tears that overwhelm us Because the sins overwhelm us. The sins that we have 
that we can remember from our youth, from all the little petty things to the greater things that haunt us, that stick in our memory, that maybe still stick in our habits and the things that we protect even. Tears, according to St. Sophroni and the Fathers, come to us as a gift from God. Tears that flow directly from the heart. Tears that do not actually exhaust us, but that leave us refreshed, enlightened, renewed. Because at the same time as we feel the depth of alienation, the overwhelmingness of our sins and the situation that we're in, just like Adam outside of paradise, so we also experience the love of God. We know of his infinite compassion for us, that for all of those sins from our youth up, he's ready to forgive them time and again. Those habits, those sinful habits that we have fed and fed and fed. He is there helping us, enlightening us, encouraging us to keep working at it. The tears flow from the depth of understanding of his providence that he has brought us to this place to know him, to have the love of God poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. These tears unlike the former tears, are a gift of the Holy Spirit. These tears come from godly sorrow, as St. Paul tells the Corinthians. Where are our treasures? Where is our heart? Do we pine for paradise? Do we pine for our Lord? Does his absence from our life bring tears to our life? Do we weep for what we have lost? When is the last time you wept? Lent is a gift that comes from above. It is a gift to get us back to the basics, to remember that we are all Adam. May God grant you a vision of himself this Lent. May God grant you tears. May God grant you tears of joyful sorrow as we go through this veil of Lent, understanding how far we have fallen, but knowing that the battle has been won. The love of God rules over everything and that our Lord is risen from the dead. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, glory.